0: G'day all, New Minus72 here. Welcome to episode four of um, yet another history of the world. We have a cracker of an episode today. Um, we're going to be looking at the Archean e- Eon, which was the second um, historical Eon. Um, so without further ado, let's get cracking. Uh, the Archean Eon is one of the four major Geological eons in Earth's history spanning a vast period of time from approximately four point zero billion years ago to 2.5 billion years ago it is the second eon in Earth's history followed by the um, following the Hadian eon and preceding the Proterozoic eon. The Archean Aeon is characterized by significant geological, chemical, and biological events that laid the foundation for the development of life and the shape of Earth's surface. The formation of the Earth's crust. During the Hadean Aeon, the Earth was a molten, chaotic mass with extreme volcanic activity and frequent asteroid impacts. As a planet, gradually cooled, a process called crustal differentiation began to take place. This refers to the separation of the Earth's interior into distinct layers based on chemical composition and density. This process resulted in the formation of the Earth's crust, mantle and core. The crust composed mainly of less dense rocks such as granite and basalt began to solidify as a surf, on the, at the surface as it cooled, creating a stable outer shell. The composition of the Archean crust was significantly different from the present day Earth's crust. It was characterized by the dominance of mafic rocks, which are rich in iron and magnesium. These rocks include greenstones, basalt, and comatolites, which were formed through volcanic processes. Comatolites are particularly noteworthy because they represent some of the hottest lava flows in Earth's history. The presence of these mafic rocks in the Archaean crust suggests that volcanic activity was a prominent geological feature of this time. Over time, as the Earth's surface continued to cool and solidify, the first continental land masses or proto-continents began to form. These early land masses are often referred to as cratons. Cratons are large, stable blocks of the Earth's crust that serve as the building blocks for modern continents. They are formed through the combination of volcanic activity, tectonic processes, and the accumulation of sediments. Arcane uh, cratons have distinctive features, including greenstone belts and granite gneiss complexes. Greenstone belts are uh, sequences of volcanic and sedimentary rocks, while granite gneiss complexes rep- represent ancient continental cores rich in granite and gneiss The formation of the Earth's crust during the Archean Eon was a pivotal geological event. It marked the transition from a mostly molten, tumultuous planet to one with a solid, differentiated surface. The presence of a stable crust allowed for the accumulation of liquid water on the surface, which was crucial for the emergence and sustenance of early life forms. Additionally, the development of continental land masses during the Archean played a key role in shaping the Earth's surface and influencing geological processes in subsequent eons. Atmospheric Evolution During the Archean Eon Early in the Archean Eon, the Earth's atmosphere was vastly different from the modern atmosphere we know today. It is believed to have been primarily composed of gases such as methane, ammonia, water vapour, and carbon dioxide. This mixture of gases is often referred to as a reducing atmosphere because it lacked significant amounts of free oxygen. Molecular oxygen is a product of photosynthesis, and its abundance in the the atmosphere was minimal during the early Archean. The introduction of oxygen into the atmosphere during the Archean aeon was a crucial development. Oxygenic photosynthesis is thought to have evolved in some of the earliest microorganisms, notably cyanobacteria. Cyanobacteria are ancient photosynthetic bacteria that can convert sunlight, carbon dioxide and water into oxygen and organic compounds. This process began to release oxygen into the atmosphere. Initially, the oxygen produced by early photosynthetic synthetic life did not accumulate significantly in the atmosphere. This is because oxygen was consumed by various chemical reactions, including the oxidisation of iron and other metals in Earth's crust and the reduction of sulphur compounds in the oceans. These processes acted as oxygen sinks, preventing the gas from accumulating in the atmosphere. The most significant shift in atmospheric composition during the Archean period, um, E.ON, occurred around 2.4 to 2.3 billion years ago during an event known as the Great Oxygenation Event or the Oxygen Catastrophe. During the GOE, Oxygen levels in the atmosphere increased significantly due to the continued activity of cyanobacteria and a decrease in the effectiveness of oxygen sinks. This had, a profound, this had profound consequences for life and geology on Earth. Oxygen levels became high enough to, su- to support the development of more complex aerobic or oxygen-dependent life forms, which eventually led to the diversification of life. The rise of oxygen in the atmosphere had important geological implications. It led to the oxygenation, uh, oxidization of iron in the Earth's crust, which resulted in the formation of iron-rich deposits, including, including banded iron formations, or BIFs. BIFs are Distinct sedimentary rocks that are bent, abundant in a geological record and are indicative of the presence of oxygen in the environment. They played a significant role in the history of Earth's geology and resource formation. As oxygen levels increased, the, o- the atmosphere became more stable and the Earth's climate underwent significant changes. Oxygen in the atmosphere acted as a greenhouse gas Contributing to the regulation of temperature and climate on Earth. The following section might be a little bit um, repetitive, but I'm just going to go with it. Continental formation during the Archaean period. During the Archean Eon, the Earth's surface was undergoing significant geological changes, including the formation of the 1st protocontinents or cratons. These early landmasses were smaller and less stable than modern continents, but served as building blocks for future continents. Cratons are large, stable blocks of the Earth's surface, and they are often found at the cores of modern Continents. They consist of ancient rocks including granite and ice that have been subjected to intense geological processes over billions of years. Continental formation during the Arcane often occurred through a combination of geolo- geological processes. Volcanic activity was a significant contribution to continental growth. Magma from the mantle would erupt at the surface, leading to the accumulation of volcanic rocks. Over time, these volcanic islands and landmasses contributed to continental landmasses. While the exact nature of Archean plate plate tectonics is still the subject of research and debate, some form of tectonic activity was likely responsible for the movement and interaction of early continental blocks. These processes contributed to the assembly of larger continental masses. Sediments eroded from existing land masses um, and were transported by rivers and deposited in sedimentary basins. Over time, these sediments accumulated and formed sedimentary rocks, inclu- uh, contributing to continental growth. One of the distinct Geological features associated with the Archean Aeon is the presence of greenstone belts. These belts are composed of various rock types, including basalt and andesitic volcanic rocks, iron formations and sedimentary rocks. They provide valuable insights into the geological processes that occurred during the Archean, including volcanic activity and the accumulation of sediments. In addition to greenstone belts, Archaean um, continental landmasses featured ni- granite-nice complexes. These are regions c- characterized by the dominant predominance of granite and nice rocks. Um, I-, I don't know whether I'm saying that word pr- properly. It's spelt G-N-E-I-S-S. I'm assuming that the G is silent. Granite is an igneous rock formed from the cooling and solidification of magma, magma deep within the earth's crust. Nice is a metamorphic rock that forms when pre-existing rocks such as granite undergo high levels of heat and pressure. The presence of these rocks indicates the existence of ancient continental course so I'm assuming you all know the difference between the different three different rocks you have sedimentary rocks which are basically forms from sediments you've got metamorphic rocks that go through and undergo change they were um, through processes and then you've got volcanic rocks which are also called igneous rocks you probably would have learnt that in science um the Archaean Eon witnessed a gradual increase in size and stability of continental land masses as volcanic activity, tectonic processes and sediment accumulation continued or the proto continents grew in size and complexity. Over the course of billions of years, these early continental blocks served as the foundation upon which more complex life forms would later evolve, and they played a crucial role in shaping the Earth's surface. The origin of life. Now, this is a debatable one here, just like in the Hadean period. During the Archean Eon, the Earth's environment was very different from today, characterized by volcanic activity, frequent lightning storms, and a lack of free oxygen in the atmosphere. Prebiotic chemistry refers to the formation of organic molecules from inorganic precursors. Under such conditions, it's believed that simple organic molecules such as amino acids and nucleotides could have formed through abiogenesis, which is the process of life of life arising from non-living matter. One famous experiment related to prebiotic chemistry is the Miller. URI experiment, which demonstrated that amino acids, the building blocks of proteins, could be synthesized from basic um, inorganic compounds uh, components under simulated uh, early uh, earth conditions, which included um, uh, the use of electric shock. Hydrothermal vent systems found in the deep ocean have been proposed as potential environments for the origin of life during the archaean these vent systems release superheated mineral-rich water, uh, water into the ocean creating chemical gradients and unique environments where life could have could have emerged some scientists suggest that hydro, hyd- hydrothermal vents may have provided the necessary energy and condition for the formation of complex organic molecules and early bi- metabolic reactions you have to realize that that at this stage life was microscopic it's not something we could have seen with the with a naked eye so it would really hard to see these things in the fossil records the rna world hypothesis suggests that rna or ribonucleic acid a molecule capable of both storing genetic information and catalyzing chemical reactions played a central role in the origin of life. RNA is thought to have preceded DNA as the genetic material and could have self-replicated in an early prebiotic environment. Under this hypothesis, early life forms may have relied on relied on RNA molecules both for information storage or genetics and catalysts for essential chemical reactions or enzymes. Protocells are hypothetical structures that represent the precursors to modern cells. They likely consisted of simple lipid membranes that encla- enclosed self-replicating molecules, possibly RNA. These protocells could have formed spontaneously, driven by the properties of lipids and the chemical conditions of the Archean Earth. While the focus is often on the origin of life on Earth, some theories suggest that life may have, might have originated elsewhere in the universe and was delivered to Earth through comets, meteorites, or interstellar dust particles. If you remember, we touched on this in the previous episode. These extraterrestrial sources could have carried the building blocks of life to Earth, kick-starting the emergence of life during the Archaean. Once life emerged during the Archaean, it would have been relatively simple and likely composed of um, single-celled organisms. These early life forms would have undergone Evolution and diversification over geological time scales, leading to the development of more complex life forms in subsequent eons, such as the Proterozoic. Impact events, although direct evidence of impact craters from the Archean eon is limited, scientists have identified several geographical and uh, geological features that may be indicative of, of ancient impact events Im- impactite rocks are the result of the extreme pressure and heat generated by an impact event these rocks can be found in regions where ancient impact structures have been eroded over time while the preservation of arcane sub uh, impacts sites is rare, some formations dating back to this aeon have been identified. For example, the Sudbury basin in, basin in Canada, which is one of the largest known impact structures on Earth, is estimated to have formed during the paleo era, but contains archaean rocks within it. Shock metamorphism occurs when high-pressure rock um, high-pressure shock waves generated by an impact event after alter minerals of rocks. These changes can include the formation of high-pressure minerals and the presence of planar deformation features in quartz grains. The discovery of rocks displaying shock metamorphism features in Archaean sirens can be indicative of of ancient impact events. These features suggest the intense pressures associated with an impact event. The geochemical signatures of impact events can also provide clues about their occurrence. For instance, the presence of elevated contra- concentrations of certain elements, such as iridium and platinum group elements in arcane rocks may suggest an extraterrestrial oral extraterrestrial origin, as these elements are often associated with asteroids and comets. Over billions of years, the Earth's surface has undergone significant geological activity, including tectonic movements, um, erosion, and sedimentation. These processes can alter, uh, can erase or alter the features of ancient impact structures, making them more challenging to identify Dating impact structures from the Archean Aeon is challenging because the geological record from this era is not well preserved. Radiometric dating methods such as those used for younger impact structures are often less effective in Archean rocks due to their extreme age. (laughs) Climate changes. One of the most distinctive features of the Archean climate was the absence of free oxygen in the atmosphere. Molecular oxygen is essential for ozone formation, and without it, there was no protective ozone layer in the upper, upper atmosphere. The lack of an ozone layer meant that Earth's surface was exposed to high levels of ultraviolet radiation from the sun. This intense UV radiation had a profound impact on the surface environment. The Archaean climate was likely characterized by a strong greenhouse effect. The atmosphere contains significant levels of greenhouse gases such as methane and carbon dioxide. The greenhouse gases would have trapped heat resulting in a warmer climate than we experience today. Methane in particular is a potent greenhouse gas and its presence in the archaean atmosphere may have contributed to a warmer earth. Impact events such as um, asteroids or comet impacts were relatively common during the Archean Eon. Uh, These impacts could have significant climate effects, including the injection of dust and debris into the atmosphere, which would have blocked sunlight and caused temporary cooling, sometimes known as uh, referred to as an impact winter. There is evidence to suggest that the Archean Eon experienced episodes of extreme cold and glaciation, sometimes referred to as snowball Earth events. During these periods, the entire planet may have been covered in ice, or at least large portions of it. The causes of these ice ages are still debated, but may have been related to changes in greenhouse gas concentration, variations in solar radiation, or other factors. The evolution of early life forms, particularly photosynthetic cyanobacteria, had a significant impact on the archaean climate. These microorganisms were capable of photosynthesis, which involved converting carbon dioxide into oxygen and organic compounds. The emergence of cyanobacteria and their photosynthetic activity gradually increased oxygen levels in the atmosphere, leading to the oxygenation of the planet and the development of a nozone layer. This increase in oxygen has had, uh, sorry, had profound effects on climate and allowed for the evolution of more complex life forms. Studying the climate of the Archean Aeon is challenging due to the limited geological record from this ancient era. However, researchers uh, analyze rocks, ancient rocks, minerals, and isotopic ratios to reconstruct past climate. Uh, climate conditions and study the presence of ancient glacial deposits and sedimentary rocks to infer climate conditions. The end of the Archean Aeon. During the late Archean, the continental crate, uh, cratons that had formed earlier became more stable and less prone to widespread tectonic activity. The late Archaean saw the formation of extensive granite gneiss complexes with cratonic regions. These complexes represent the cores of ancient continents and are prim- primarily um, composed primarily of granite and ice rocks. Um, they are also characterized by high-grade metamorphism, including in the indicating. That these continental cores had experienced significant geological heat and pressure. The, la- the late Archaean marked a period of rising oxygen, le- rising oxygen levels in the atmosphere, which was a result of the activities of photosynthetic microorganisms, including cyanobacteria. This gradual oxygenation of the atmosphere had profound. Influence for life on Earth as it paved the way for the development of more complex, uh, oxygen-dependent organisms. Banded iron formations are distinctive sedimentary uh, rocks composed of alternating layers of iron-rich materials, hematite and magnetite, and silica-rich minerals. They are abundant in the late Archean and early Proterozoic rocks. The formation of BIFs is closely tied to the increase in atmospheric oxygen. Iron dissolved in ancient oceans combined with oxygen, led, leading to the precipitation of iron oxides that formed the characteristic banded layers. The late archaean was a critical period for the evolution of life on Earth. While single uh, simple single-celled microorganisms had existed for much of the archaean eon, the late archaean saw the emergence of more diverse microbial communities. The increase in oxygen levels allowed for the de- development of aerobic respiration which provided a more efficient means of harnessing energy from organic compounds. This enabled more complex metabolic pathways and greater microbial diversity. There is evidence to suggest that the the late archaean experienced intervals of extreme cold and glaciation possibly resulting in snowball Earth scenarios where the planet was almost entirely covered in ice. These ice ages, if they occurred, could have been driven by changes in the composition of the atmosphere, such as variations in greenhouse gases. The end of the Archean Eon is marked by the beginning of the Proterozoic Eon, which spans from around 2.5 billion years ago to point to 541 million years ago. The Proterozoic saw the continuation of many geological and biological developments that had started in the Archaean, including the diversification of life, the formation of stable continents and changing climate conditions. Well, there we have it, guys. There is the Archean um, era, or Aeon. Hopefully you enjoy that. Um, I'm really, really finding it really interesting. I did not know that much about these early periods until I did some research. Uh, did the research for this, so it's been quite fascinating. Um, so I have noticed that I'm starting to get some listeners on Spotify. So I do thank you um, if you've been, if you've been listening. Let yourself be known. Um, leave a message um, in the question Q and A section so that I know that who um, is is listening. Um, if you're watching on, on YouTube, drop a comment so below. Leave a like, and of course, whatever platform you're listening to or viewing this on, um, be sure to follow or subscribe. Um, it would mean the world to me because it would mean that you know my work will possibly go out to a greater audience um so that would be fantastic anyway i'm not going to take any more up any more of your time i'm new minus 72 wherever you are in the world have a, a an awesome morning evening afternoon see you later and take care bye for now